1999, HBO brought us The Sopranos. 22 years later, or 19 years later, they gave us Succession. Another show about a family quipping with power. Succession is the story of Logan Roy and his children, Connor, Kendall, Siobhan, and Romulus, who are all trying to take control of their father's billion-dollar fortune. Hello, welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Here's out tonight with a cold. This is Barbara Walters. I came out of retirement from 2020 all the way to talk about Succession. Succession is one of those shows that only comes every 19 years. From Sopranos, you had power. You had corruption. You had organized crime seen through the eyes of Tony Soprano, played by the effervescent James Gandolfini and his wife, who witnessed it all, Carmela Soprano, played by the amazing Edie Falco. And here we are, decades later, and succession is the Sopranos with a satirical twist. It is a story of Logan Roy, who is a Rupert Murdoch type. Loosely based off the Murdoch family, it tells the story of a man who is hungry for power, but has limited time in terms of his age. The first season deals with now Logan Roy turning 80, health problems, and who will take the keys in the show Succession. Will it be his eldest son from his second marriage, Kendall Roy? who has many problems, went to rehab, is no longer married, and has two children that he rarely sees. But at the drop of a hat, he's at daddy's side. Some throughout the show have said that he talks too much about his father. Then there is Siobhan Roy. Siobhan, whom he calls Pinky. Siobhan is his eyes and ears of Waystar Royco, the company that is almost like the Fox News company in succession. But Siobhan herself has problems. She does not believe in monogamy. She has told her husband she does not love him. While she tries to grapple power away from her father as he tries to name his successor. Then there was Romulus Roy. Roman Roy played by Kieran Culkin. I'm sorry I'm in my 90s and I tend to forget. Respectively, Jeremy Strong plays Kendall Roy. Sarah Shu Snook plays Siobhan. And Macaulay Culkin's baby brother, Kieran Culkin, plays Roman Roy. This would not be complete without the archetype, the father figure, whom they are all trying to take power away from. 
That is, of course, Logan Roy, who is, in his terms, a motherfucker. He is played by Scottish actor Brian Cox. Brian Cox, the character actor who has been in everything from Rob Roy to Braveheart to The Long Kiss Goodnight to playing Hannibal Lecter in Manhunter. This is the show that put Brian Cox character actor on the map. And now everybody knows his name and his tagline from Succession. Fuck off. In every episode, he tends to say, fuck off, whether it is to business partners or his own children. And finally, his eldest son, played by Alan Ruck, of Fowler's Pulis Day Off, who plays Connor Roy, the son who has delusions of grandeur and likes to date hoes. This show proves that men and power prosper. Or do they? At this interval, we are entering the third season. And I'm going to let Dr. Zeus take over the program. This is Barbara Walters. Thank you for letting me climb out of retirement to talk about succession. I often said I would quit if Greta Garbo would um, agree to an interview. Then I was afraid she would say promise. So they have pulled me out of retirement to talk about succession. I would go into retirement again if Brian Cox would grant me to an interview and say to me, fuck off to Barbara Walters. I myself have never said that on a program before to say fuck off. But coming from Brian Cox and his Shakespearean twining, it is true poetry. This is Barbara Walters for the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. We will be back after these messages so he can talk about succession. Hello, it's Dr. Zeus of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I first and foremost would love to thank Baba Wawa, Barbara Walters, whom we lovingly call Baba Wawa, for coming out of retirement to talk about succession. Yes. Logan Roy is a motherfucker, and season three is no exception in succession. In fact, recently, Logan, or Logan, (laughs) Brian Cox did an interview with Ari Melber of MSNBC's The Beat. Where he talked about Logan Roy, he talked about socialism, and he talked about his current book, which I have happened to have a copy of in audio form, Putting the Rabbit in the Hat, written and read by Brian Cox. We're not going to play it. And it's true what Barbara said. This is Brian Cox's moment. He, he has won an Emmy previously. I would love to see, and I know awards don't always matter, but when it comes to succession, come on. I would love to see a tie. I would love to see Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong both win at the same time. The whole cast. 
if you thought season one was crazy and season two was just getting started, season three is a fuck fest. It's a fuck fest. I'm not going to ruin it for those who are just now climbing into bed with succession. It is truly a show to be watched. I I take my dick out and, and hold it right there for you to show you this show means business. Some have said that it's bigger than The Sopranos, but it did take a few lessons from The Sopranos. You know, Sopranos, it's all about organized crime, breaking a couple of legs. Who's going to get whacked? We're in succession. It's like we can break some legs and we can intimidate because we've got billions of dollars. So the difference in that is in terms of the power. But it's still at the end of the day is power. Logan Roy is he's living on borrowed time. He's in his 80s. His own brother, his older brother pokes fun at that. Played by the amazing um, James Cromwell. And then, you know, this cast. You you can't help but hate them, but love them at the same time. You always... uh, This is one of those shows where it's an ensemble and each one gets to have their say. And then you realize they're all fucked up. Jeremy Strong is Kendall Roy. Brian Cox as Logan Roy. Sarah Snook as Siobhan Roy. Kieran Culkin as Roman Roy. Nicholas Braun as Cousin Greg. Matthew McFadden as Tom Wham- Wamsgans. Alan Ruck as Connor Roy. Jay Smith Cameron as Jerry. Hayam Habas as Marsha Roy. Ron Mohad as Stewie. I mean, and then Peter Friedman as Frank, Natalie Gold as Rava Roy, David Rashi as Carl Mueller, Fisher Stevens as Hugo Baker, Zoe Winters as Carrie, the assistant. There is a, even Danny Houston, <laughs> who was in, I think, season two. This is This is a crazy show. And... But it really has weight to it. It really does. And that is in turn thanks to the program creator, Jesse Armstrong. Jesse Armstrong has taken what David Chase did with The Sopranos and has created this epic. That's the thing that HBO was known for with The Sopranos and Six Feet Under were these epics. HBO is known for it. So is Showtime. So in the grand t- the grand t- tradition of epics like The Sopranos, like Six Feet Under, and and that's the other thing. HBO likes to do these things about families. The, this the, the Sopranos were fucked up. They were fucked up. The Fishers were also fucked up. I mean, when you live your life in a funeral home, it doesn't get more fucked up than that. And then True Blood. I got to throw True Blood in there because True Blood set a new precedent precedent in terms of production value for for a show. You think of how epic True Blood was in the flashbacks. And that's a family that's fucked up, too. You think of it, it's a blood-sucking family. It's a blood-sucking Brady Bunch, basically, to quote that film, The Lost Boys. 
But with Succession, you have all kinds of screwy things going on. As I've said before, this show is taking the piss. It is taking the piss, and it, and it's a parody of sorts. Or not of sorts. It is a parody. Because it's taking this business, this billion-dollar business, and really fucking with you all. And really pulling your chains. And here we go. You are fucking Kendall. Is it true? He's on his way? No, I don't see him yet. With his stupid walk. No drama. We're good. Oh, the revolution will be televised. He's our dad, but he was going to send me to jail. He'd do the same to all of us. Should be okay. Are you part of this family or not? If I back you against death, you would need to let me take over. Whoa, Nelly. Everyone's going to battle in armor, and I'm sitting here... Exposed. Logan is going to fire a million poisonous spiders down your dicky. That that sounds like kind of dramatic, Tom. Ask yourself, do you want to be on the side of good or evil? You tell him, I'm going to grind these fucking bones to make my bread. He says he's going to grind your bones to make his bread. <laughs> okay, tell him that I'm going to run up off the fucking beanstalk. And that was the trailer for season three that was released last July. I'm going to make some predictions. Yes, not always about awards, but here we go. That entire cast is going to be nominated and win. Currently, the directors of all those episodes are nominated. I believe at the Directors Guild for a succession. That says something about this show. And so, I mean, here are my predictions. This this is this is really This is really gonna be an interesting year. Sarah Snook as Siobhan Roy has really she has sunk her teeth into this. She's gonna either win or get an Emmy nomination, as is Karen Culkin. Nicholas Braun, Matthew McFadden. You, you want to talk about Judas? We're gonna, you got to watch, and, you're, and you will see. I'm not throwing any spoilers in there, but ooh, Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong. So Jeremy Strong won the Emmy last time for season two. Season two was epic. A lot of revelations, and there's a moment that I talked about on here where. Logan says to his own son, son, with all due respect, you're not a killer. And without spoiling it, let's just say it is up to Kendall to prove his father wrong. Does he or doesn't he? You need to watch and find out. This show is one of those shows where the memes, I remember with the Mandalorian, the memes you know, everyone's talking about Yellowstone. I get it. I will get to it when I feel like it. Not when I, you know, everyone's like, oh, you should get to it now. I will get to it when I feel like it. I am very particular about what I watch. The first time I watched Succession, I thought these people are fucked up. And at first I couldn't watch it. I thought, oh God, these are just rich people and they're complaining. Man, you have it hard. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. But this show, I I, I watched it a little longer because each episode is about an hour long. And I and I was so wrong, and I thought, oh shit. The more you watch it, the more you get entangled. I tried not to binge it. What I would do is I would watch like maybe two episodes a night. And I just finished it recently this week, the third episode, the third season. And that was epic. It, you know, you and and also the locations. <laughs> this this is this show I'm, I'm assuming is very expensive to produce. They're filming in in Italy and you know and then the guest stars. There are some really great guest stars. Alexander Skarsgård um, was one of them. Um, and then the one who plays the mother. You know, she's very interesting. Uh, if I can find... Oh, Cherry Jones. Cherry Jones was in the second season. As was uh, Holly Hunter. That's the thing. This show really brings people to the table. I'm I my favorite though in terms of a guest star. I think he should be a series regular. Is James Cromwell, who plays Logan Roy's brother, Ewan uh, Roy, and really just tells him what he thinks of him, but at the same time seems to have his back in terms of when they're trying in the second season to declare. I'll tell you, uh, Logan incompetent. Okay. It is a fucking. I mean, this this show is just crazy. It's crazy. Now, I wanted to highlight. Um, so, you you think the father's fucking crazy? You should see the mother. The mother, in terms of, let's see, Harriet Walter. As Lady Caroline, <laughs> Logan Roy's ex-wife. I'm, I'm assuming he's got two. Three, well, he's got three. All you know. Hey, why? Why not? It's like potato chips. Why not just have one? But like I'm saying, this show, in terms of its actors and in terms of its writing, this is a this is a moment where actors jump into the sandbox. And Jesse Armstrong's previous shows had been Peep Show, Fresh Meat. He had been nominated for an Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay for co-writing the film In the Loop. And wins, uh, won the Outstanding Writing uh, uh, for the finales of uh, Succession, Season 1 and 2, respectively. And what he's given us... Oh, hello. I, this is interesting right here. Armstrong and Brent Bain wrote the Channel 4 comedy pilot Bad Sugar, a spoof of Dynasty-style soap operas which stars Olivia Coleman, Julia Davis, Sharon Horgan, all of whom are co-conceived the show. <laughs> I like that because, you know, there's a little bit of a Dallas element to Succession. There is also the Lion in Winter element to Succession. If you remember the Lion in Winter it's Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn and 
you know, each son is vying for control when the father dies. Here we go. So that's The Lion in Winter. Catherine Hepburn, Peter O'Toole, Anthony Hopkins. That was Anthony Hopkins' debut. And it's about power. And that's what Succession reminded me of. As well as King Lear. And, and a big Shakespearean. I mean, they all bleed Shakespearean. In terms of the text. And in terms of the situations. This is another moment that reminds me of Succession. Is you have the head of the family. Which is the father. Played by Brian Cox. Who is also a Shakespearean actor. This is... The head of the family, played by Peter O'Toole. My life, when it is written, will read better than it lived. Henry Fitzemperor's first Plantagenet, a king at 21, the ablest soldier of an able time. He led men well, he cared for justice when he could and ruled for 30 years a state as great as Charlemagne's. He married out of love, a woman out of legend. Not in Alexandria or Rome or Camelot has there been such a queen. She bore him many children, but no sons. King Henry had no sons. He had three whiskered things, but he disowned them. You're not mine! We're not connected! I deny you! None of you will get my kingdom, I leave you nothing, and I wish you plague by all your children break and die.
And that really reminds me of Logan Roy, because you look at the text, and when Logan Roy has those outbursts, it's funny. I mean, the bore on the floor is probably floor is probably my favorite. Um, if we, yeah, this is this is his own brother saying something about him. Are you going to change the name of the airport too, as you fly off? Marshall call you? No. Your new one. All right. Logan Roy School of Journalism. What's next? The Jack the Ripper Women's Health Clinic? You, uh, had a poke around the town? Uh, I've seen enough. You've been spreading your name all over this place like it was graffiti. They tried to get me to go into the old house. Another plaque? I saw a missile thrush at the bandstand. <laughs> sure you did. Oh, this old bastard. <laughs> I used to keep on a log of the birds I'd see. Your grandpa would go through it and scrub out the ones he didn't believe I'd seen. You were always fairly generous with your sightings. <laughs> yeah? Hello, Valley Chair. You want to suck my dick? Is what he said to his son. Mr. Kendall Roy, then tell us it. We can. What the fuck's the whispering? Fuck! Ah! Mom, you. Fucking rats. Some of these fuckers are trying to kill this fucking baby's fucking life! Baby? You're a fucking creep. Tom! Yes? Sit on the floor! It's fun. Ken, is it you? Oh, fuck off. I don't fucking care. We're gonna fucking eat them up. Those blue-blooded fucks. I am surrounded by snakes and fucking morons. They're a bunch of silk-stalking fucks. I'm, uh, sorry if uh, last night got a little bit fruity. <laughs> and that's and that's the best way that Logan Roy can put it. When he blows up, it's fuck this, fuck that, fuck him. The FBI were coming. He said, tell them to fuck off. And Jerry's like, we can't tell them to fuck off. Oops. Oh, damn. I'll just leave that in. Just get stoned and forget that I told you what I just told you. Oh, Logan always tells them to fuck off. Unpleasant dreams.